Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Mark Kuznez. How are we all doing here on this fine Friday day? morning, afternoon, evening, night, whenever you're watching this or listening to this may not even be on Friday. I'm recording it. <laughs> I was looking at uh, one of my clocks and uh, through the fan, through the fan as it's blowing on me. Oh, baby. But uh, it, it looks weird. As you can see, I don't, I don't really have much of anything to talk about. I... Honestly, the last episode that came out, I feel like I recorded that yesterday. The The passage of time between then and now, I don't know what happened to this week. These past few weeks and change, creeping on a month now, the at-home stuff I've been dealing with, specifically with my father and all that, has been very, very hard. Very, very trying. Very, very defeating. And I like to think that I've done a decent job of keeping it together. What was that from? Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Some, it's got to be some Eddie Murphy thing, right? Keep it together. That's a Bowfinger? Is it Bowfinger? The, the movie star version of Eddie Murphy? Is that one of the things he said to himself? In order to literally just keep it together. Get out of there, mustache hair, you little loose little bastard. But, uh, yeah. I haven't really done much of anything since the last episode. I checked out one little game. And I played some Apex Legends trying out the new limited time mode. Which is just Team Deathmatch and more than likely will become a permanent mode. I don't even know why it's being called the limited time of mode. It's a la mode. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that whole crap. But, yeah. Nothing much to report. This is going to be a super short episode, I presume. Because one of the things I was saying to myself, thinking about recently was that I don't really want to talk about stuff if I got this this mustache get, I need I need I need to trim that I feel like that's some loose stuff that just does not need to exist on my fucking face but I don't really want to talk about stuff I don't like unless it is for instance something akin to Farscape, where I enjoyed it at the start, then it kind of meandered, but I really, really liked the way the first season finished, and then the second season did not start off well, and I continued with it, gave it practically an entire season to turn things around, and it never did. Then I'd feel okay talking about something that was bad, because it was good at a point and got bad. 
But if I go in, and this is specifically for movies, TV shows, and that kind of stuff. With games, I'm often getting codes, so there's an expectation for me to cover them. Even if I hate them, like with Wanted Dead, I got a code for it. Coverage was expected. I covered it. And something like that, too. With, with shows and movies, it's often stuff that is streaming that is available to people much more easily where they don't have to drop down 40 50 60 70 dollars and so there is kind of a hey you know wanted dead it might look interesting to you it might be something that you're on the fence about whether or not you want to buy why don't i tell you why you shouldn't do that with a show whatever i don't even know what i'm getting at but I don't want to. I don't want to shit on something just to shit on something. I know a lot of people find that fun or enjoyable. A lot of people find it fun to hate on things. I don't. I sadly end up hating a lot of things, and that's that's not my intention. I don't go into it wanting to do that. I don't go into anything wanting to hate it. It may seem that way to a lot of people that I. I'm going into everything with a very pessimistic out view that I have low expectations or I'm expecting to not like something. But that's never the case. I go into everything with an open mind. I am sometimes not in the right mood for certain types of shows. And I, I do my best to not watch something when I know that is the case because, at least with me, mood is a very strong component to how I end up receiving a show, a movie, a game. That's just inherent to most people, if not all people, I'd say. But at least in my case, I know it's a very strong factor. And there have been instances where I watch something once, borderline hate it, come back to it, at another point when I'm in a very different mood and suddenly I like it or maybe even love it. A recent example would be Tron Legacy. I don't... I don't remember how I felt the first time I watched it. I didn't hate it. I know that because I didn't have any strong feelings that lingered for it when I revisited it recently. But when I rewatched it, uh, what was it? I don't, even, I don't even think it was a month ago. It was probably a few weeks ago. Maybe a month. It could be close to a month. But regardless, when I rewatched it, I had a great time. I really liked Tron Legacy. And it's not just the soundtrack. The soundtrack does the heavy lifting and the visuals do the medium lifting. The movie itself is just a good time. It's a, it's a fun movie with a decent story, weird moments, some crazy acting, and I liked it. Whereas the original Tron did not like it when I first watched it, did not like it on a revisit. I don't understand. Even visually, I think it's pretty dull. And maybe at that time... If you were alive when it originally came out, the visuals 
were amazing in comparison to everything else out there. But looking at them now, I don't see what made them so special or alluring. There's a limit. It doesn't even have a good soundtrack. I'm just reiterating what I said last time I talked about Tron Legacy, whenever that episode was. But that's an instance where I didn't like something the first time and then I liked it. Or Ready Player One to kind of stick with the gamey adjacent stuff. I really didn't like Ready Player One when I watched it in theaters. Then I revisited it on Blu-ray and that was less mood affecting me and more being a super judgmental gamer snob douchebag. And when I just accepted what Ready Player One was, it's pretty damn good at doing what it's it's setting out to do. A lot of fan service, but it's done well. Steven Spielberg, he's still a competent director if he tends to make not great stuff lately. And I, I have to assume that the movie is significantly better than the book. I can't imagine reading that shit. And I, I've read excerpts from Ready Player One. And on top of the writing just being terrible and in need of significant editing, I don't know if he edited his own book or what. It is just a fucking mess. So I think it's almost miraculous we got a moderately enjoyable movie out of it. And as far as those types of movies go, yeah, Free Guy 2, which I think is a lesser version because Free Guy tries to... T- <laughs> the human stuff in Free Guy is weird. And some of the, the gamey bits get weird in the end. The final act I don't remember liking at all. But I, I don't want to... I don't want to spend a lot of time hating on shit just to hate it. It's not fun. Plenty of other people do that. I want to. I want to find things I like and champion those things. I think that's better for everyone, and that also gives people things to potentially seek out themselves. If if I'm spending so much time hating on something or hating on things. What that does is maybe makes the podcast enjoyable, makes those moments enjoyable because it's, oh, look at, look at how angry they are. But how valuable is that? It, it's, it's much lesser in value in that you may enjoy hearing me shit on something, but when that's over, when the shitting is over, All you get to do is flush away the shit and then you're done. But if I'm praising something, if I'm baking you up a delicious cake of a a, a discourse, a discussion about something, 
then what you're left with is some sweet pastries to potentially check out yourself, to consume yourself. I don't know, it's a fucking horrible analogy, but what I'm getting at is if I'm talking about something I enjoy, then you get to take away from that. They liked it. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I should seek it out. Maybe I should watch it. Maybe I should play it. Whereas the opposite is just, oh, that was kind of funny. Now, what 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 did I get from that other than that, that brief moment? Instead, love something, share that love. You may then take that love, check it out yourself, and love it yourself, and then we can love things together. And you you, there you go. In the in the plex, in the plex realm journey still going through the process of ripping my tv collection which is just a fucking nightmare it's still a nightmare no new news here the one new news that i have not used here to talk about for use is that i don't know if they just cheap out on the pressing of tv blu-ray discs or what it is but I have found that, and it's. I wish I did these shows as soon as I got. There are way more instances of faulty discs, of playback errors with TV show Blu rays than with movie Blu rays. And I don't know why that is. It's super fucking weird. It's confusing the shit out of me. It's driving me insane. And my immediate thought was, maybe it's partially due to the way TV shows are packaged. Because in some cases, since you are getting, uh, you know, uh, TV shows made up of multiple discs, and sometimes it could be a lot of discs per season, or just the way they cheap out on packaging they'll stack discs that's not good for them compared to having them just have their own tray and everything but then I realized when I was thinking about that argument the most egregious example I have of this which is my Star Trek the original series Steelbook collection they stack four discs per side which may be the only example I can think of where they stack that many discs I'm sure there are some Mill Creek releases because they're the the kings of the cheapo packaging. But that is one of the few sets I have where none of the discs were in any way fucked up. So that argument immediately got thrown out the window. Then I have another set, my Breaking Bad set, which is all in the cardboard sleeve type of thing, which I don't like those packaging either. They're 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 nice to look at packaging, but I don't like them from a protection from a safety whatever standpoint. That's all good too. So it's just the, the more standard packaging where this fucking I it's just so fucking annoying. And even more so when it's something like a, a show comprised of 41 discs seven seasons six seasons 
and one disc is bad. 40 good discs, one bad. Thanks a lot, asshole. I cannot wait until I'm saving it. Part of me thinks it was a terrible idea to save the worst for last. And by worst, I mean the biggest set I have. Because it's just, I, I hate ripping TV shows. And I probably should have ripped that Band-Aid off earlier. Because when I get to it, I might I might even get to it. Not I might not do it last and do it soonish. But when I get to Supernatural, which I think is 16 or so seasons, 240 to 60 episodes, somewhere in those lines. If I get through that entire set and they're all good, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit in my mouth. I, I don't know why I said that. I'm not actually gonna do it, but I will be shocked. The, the positive or the, the potential positive or hope I have for it is that it's a CW show, which would make it Warner Brothers, I guess, as the distributor. And I'm sure I have other shows from them besides this one. But my Smallville collection, which is 10 seasons, that's 200 episodes or so. And lots of discs. That was all good. So. Yeah. We good. We good. But I, I can't wait to be done ripping TV shows. This experience has almost made me regret ever buying a single one on Blu-ray and just having accepted that, you know what? TV shows? Fuck them. Don't need to own them. Who, who wants to own them? That's why they don't put them out on Blu-ray because they fucking don't give a shit in the first place. Yeah. Fun times. Been watching a lot of anime. Catching up with stuff. But I still, I don't really want to talk about that here. I do want to wait until I, the plan is still to bring back Amazing Libaka as a solo show. As a, I, I don't even know how that, I, it might just be a, hey, I'll talk about anime. And it's just the name of whenever I talk about anime, whether it's a review, a preview, a deep dive, a tangent thing or whatever. So... Yeah, that's that's all that business. Outside of that, I don't know. I I, I think because uh, I've been incredibly stressed and just drained and so many things, as I said at the top of the show. I think the plan is it being Friday right now, as I'm recording it and, and as this episode is going out. I think the plan is to just take the rest of this week so today and the weekend completely off no exercise no not much of anything else and just relax play some games and just try and clear my mind of stuff potentially extending that a little bit past the weekend too depending on how I feel and everything We'll see, we'll see. 
we shall see. And by we, I mean me, because you're not here with me. You could be. And if you were, I'd say, what the fuck are you doing here? I didn't invite you over. Also, how do you know where I live? Where'd you get my address from? Fucking back off. All right? All right? But, uh, yeah, that's it. So let's just get on to what I've been playing very quickly. And the one thing, new thing that I played was Pocket Witch, which is one of the most recent releases. I think it's the most recent release from East Asia Soft Limited. This is a pretty simple and straightforward platformer that's not good. Do not like it. The problem with it is that whatever, visually, audibly, meh, who cares? It's a $5 game on sale for $4 right now. The problem, though, is that there seems to be some input lag, unresponsiveness. The responsiveness of it is not there so that I can't, it's not a game I can speed run because whenever I was trying to go through a level real fast and moving from small platform to small platform, I would always walk, run, slide, whatever off of them into spikes and die. And instead I had to play it very cautiously and very deliberately. So I would make a jump to a platform, wait, and then make the next jump wait make the next jump and there was always this hesitation between each action between each jump because if i didn't do that the jump specifically movement that felt really responsive but pressing the a button to jump did not that is where the unresponsiveness kicked in don't know what the hell's going on there if it's it has to be the game because i don't feel that with other platforms and other games so that immediately killed the game i played through the first 10 or so levels to see if maybe i'd get used to it or to get better or anything of that ilk and it didn't it also doled out a few abilities over those levels a double jump and a dash it may introduce more as, as if I kept playing, not as I keep playing. Potentially, maybe some attacks that would allow me to kill enemies. Because right now, there are just the spikes you have to avoid, and then enemies that you can't hit. You can't jump on top of them or do anything to them. You just have to avoid them. They don't really do anything then other than walk with like a knife pointing in front of them. And if they see you, if you're in their line of sight, they'll move slightly faster that's it and all you're doing is trying to get to the the door at the end of the level pretty simple straightforward stuff like a lot of east asia soft platformers clearly as always designed with the intention of being very simple and straightforward so that you can get through it relatively easily and get yourself some quick and easy achievements 
it knows what why it exists and that's fine but as as far as their other game it, it's one of the weaker outings and it, it's a little bit disappointing too because i think trying to think back of recent east asia soft stuff i feel like they've been on a bit of a, a low bit of a bad uh, batch I, I typically like a lot of their stuff for what it is uh, but not recently that's all i've been playing so we have one Patreon question from Enchi. Now we are going to get to that and then wrap things up. I did not see time. It every everything's so fucked up that I just realized now that I wanted to think about more deeply the <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was it? The the Groundhog Day movie world question. I did not do that. So we will come back to that another time. But it doesn't matter because we have a whole new question for Menchi. And I realized something that I thought, let's see how this works out. That with Discord, right click, you get your options. One of them is to have Discord speak the message. So instead of me asking the question or me taking the question asked of me and saying it myself, let's have Discord do it instead. Let's get Discord in, co-hosting the show. All right? And hopefully it's it's easy enough for you to understand because I am not going to say it again. So anyway, from Enchi, we have this question. Enchi said, would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? The spaghetti is sauced. So if you didn't hear that, I'm not going to tell you what he said, but uh, when I first read this question, Angie, my immediate thought was, of course, I want spaghetti hair until I saw the, the second sentence that ruins everything that takes your whole question and just throws the, the first option out the window. Because if I have spaghetti hair and it's sauced, fuck, that's going to be a fucking mess. And I'm, I'm presuming because it, it grows every night, or whatever the question said. I'm assuming that means it grows to the length of your average spaghetti trend. It's not just a little. It's not. It's not growing at the length or at the the speed at which regular hair grows. Otherwise, I could just pick that option and live the rest of my life with a shaved head. Case closed. Winner, winner, chicken, dinner, uh, chicken, parmesan, dinner. But I'm, I, I'm assuming that's not the case. I could still shave my head still after it grows. But I think that makes the question a bit boring if I, if I take that as an answer or as a, a, a thing I could do. But the soft nature of it makes it so that I have this long hair and I'm constantly having to like brush it out of my face or anything of that ilk. I'm just going to constantly have messy hands and it's going to be messy in general, unless it's magical sauce that does not come off. 
in those instances, which I don't think is going to be the case. So sweating maple syrup is the easy answer. And even when I thought about it more, if I ignore the sauce bit, sweating maple syrup might be the way to go. Is it going to be gross when you sweat and extra sticky? Yes, 100%. But sweat on its own, real sweat, regular sweat, are already existing sweat is kind of gross and nasty. And when you sweat enough, you're going to want to take a shower. So being more sticky when you sweat isn't that much worse than how you feel already when you sweat. It might be, it probably is, not might be, worse on your clothing to sweat maple syrup and potentially ruin clothes, so that could be a problem. But I thought of one benefit. Instead of smelling of B.O. when you're at the gym or whatever, after a, a heavy sweating session, or just when you're sweating in general, instead of the stinkiness that is associated that comes along with sweating, you'll smell like maple syrup. That's like... good. If, if I... Instead of smelling like B.O., smell like maple syrup. <coughs> that almost makes me want to exercise. It's almost a way of encouraging one to exercise so that they can sweat and then smell like maple syrup. But then there's a potential other wrinkle to that that's then going to backfire, which is, well, if I'm exercising, now I'm sweating a lot and I'm sweating maple syrup. But kind of that's that's. That's making me and my sweet tooth go, I want some fucking, and you're going to like now carry bags of French toast and pancakes on you because when you sweat, you're just going to want to, instead of using a towel or whatever to wipe yourself off, you're just going to take a a piece of French toast, a pancake, and you're going to wipe yourself off and then you're going to eat the fucking maple syrup you sweat it up with your, your, bag of french toast and pancakes that you carry with you because you now sweat maple syrup and therefore the exercise you just did is negated by all the french toast and pancakes you're eating because you're fucking addicted so it's a lose-lose situation fucking messy ass spaghetti hair that's edible that's an important note or sweaty maple syrup. Sweaty maple syrup would be great for Farscape where they're fucking licking you all over. Damn horny bastards. But yeah. I'd go with the, the maple syrup. Even if the sauce bit wasn't there. It... It is in part also because I'm not a huge sweater, so I don't have to worry about it that much. I'm not a huge sweater, and I don't own a sweater. Fun fact. Another fun fact is that this show is coming to an end. Uh, As always, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to find all my links of import and all that good jazz, you can go over to PXSausage.com. If you enjoyed this year's show, 
and any of the shows I do and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash PXS to support me and my nonsense. That away, you get the pleasure of knowing you're supporting me with your your patrons. Patrons. Patronages. Patronages. You can you can you be happy about it, and at certain things and whatnot, you can ask questions, like Angie did this here episode. With <laughs> oh my god, I need I'm dehydrated, my mouth is dry, but at least it feels a bit better because I had to, they replaced the crown and the fucking dentist took forever to get this old crown off and replace it. And he destroyed my tongue, but it's almost it's almost good now. But where are we at? What are we doing? Yeah, you can ask questions like, would I rather have spaghetti hair that's sauced and edible that grows every night or sweat maple syrup? Does that sound like something you want to ask me? If it is, if it does, join the Patreon. But, uh, yeah, it would, it would mean a lot if you haven't and you would like to. I would appreciate it greatly. But no no pressure. Anywho, that is it. That is all. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. And for now, adios. Arrivederci. Bye. Oh shit! One, one last thing. <laughs> one, one, one thing before I add. Uh, Tetris movie trailer came out. Forgot that was even a thing that was happening. Watch the trailer. Looks fucking awesome. Apple TV Plus. I was gonna sign up for the movie, and then I remembered Best Buy. They were giving away three months for free to expired or new customers. So if you're interested, Best Buy's doing that. Looks great. The only issue I have with it, the only thing I didn't like about the trailer is when it said Apple TV Plus at the end because that means there's a pretty good chance we'll never see a physical release and that fucking sucks. I don't know if anything that has been released specifically for Apple TV Plus has gotten a physical release, but I can't think of much. I don't know what's exclusive to the, the platform. There was that Greyhound movie with Tom Hanks and I think some other dog shit movies with Tom Hanks. Then Mythic Quest, Ted Lasso, Morning Show. I don't think any other TV show. I think maybe the Chris Evans one where his son did something bad may have gotten a physical release. I don't know, but that's the only Anywho, uh, again, thank you for watching and listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a lovely weekend. So, for now, for real, adios, arrivederci. Go time. Go daddy.